Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hope everybody's doing great today. My name is Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the owner of Leaders Building Leaders. And I, I just, you know, I've been started the school year, you know, started the school year, started the calendar year. Uh, you know, I, I have just been so uh, blessed with the opportunities uh, to serve. We've got so many great programs going on uh, right now and opportunities to help uh, schools. And, and so I was just, you know, I, you know, I was going through my end of the year reflection and just looking at the first, you know, couple of weeks in January and say, you know, what? what has been the key to our, you know, success, right? You know, my success, my, my, you know, leadership, you know, success over the last, you know, couple of years. And what are the things that I've really, really been working on uh, to, to, you know, not only improve uh, uh, myself as a leader, but also, you know, uh, those that I serve, the principals that I serve, the school leaders and the business owners that I serve, uh, but those also on my team and, and, you know, those around me. So I just wanted to share these 10, these 10 keys to success, we'll call them. Uh, they might be principles in a sense, right? But these 10, these 10 keys to uh, success. So go ahead and, and uh, get your notebook ready. Uh, hit the pause button. If you're, uh, you know, watching or listening on our YouTube page or, or, uh, you know, listen to our podcast, but if you're live on Facebook too, um, go ahead and get, you know, something to write on. Cause I know, I know these are going to be some really great, um, uh, pieces for you. So the, so the first one of the 10 is that is to ask questions. I mean, your success will be determined specifically by the questions that you're willing to ask others and the questions that you're willing to answer. Okay. And these might be, you know, questions that you ask yourself, right? So stay in the question. And so, you know, one of the, you know, one of the, you know, skills that I really love that I've learned how to do is, you know, I became a certified coach and I'm, I'm constantly learning the power of, you know, the question and the power of, you know, going within because awareness, awareness is the key to growth and change. And if I'm not asking powerful questions, I'm not learning to understand, right? I'm not seeking to understand. I'm just, you know, directing people and telling people what to do. But the more I ask questions, the more I learn what I don't know, right? I help close that gap to uh, create a better result. So questions truly unlock the potential of those you serve and questions unlock your own potential. All right. So the more that you're willing to ask. And, and so, you, you know, you should never be intimidated to ask any question. I mean, I work with a lot of charter school boards and I say, hey, um, the success or the failure of this school is, you know, going to be based upon your action. So if you choose not to ask a question when you're concerned to get the answer, right, if you choose not to verify you know, the reporting, that's on you, right? You can't be intimidated to, you know, ask a question because you think it's going to make you look bad, um, right? You you know, you're going to look bad by not knowing and not understanding. So never be intimidated to ask a question uh, because your success 
you might, you might want to write this down. I love this. Your success is going to be determined by the number of uncomfortable conversations that you're willing to have based upon the questions that you're willing to ask or the questions that you're willing to answer. So you have to do this in this order, okay? You have to make sure that when you ask a question, first, you're asking that question out of love, right? You're declaring noble intent. If you want to be a real high-performing leader, you have to love the people that you serve, okay? So questions should uh, be asked in a caring, right, but candor way. And then you need to listen, right? Love and listen to the answer so you can learn and then you can lead. They have to be done in that order because if you're going to ask a question to like gotcha somebody, you're just going to create, you know, uh, fractures on your team and fractures in your organization. But if you, but if you, you know, ask a question with noble intent, right, to, to better seek and understand, um, you're going to have a, a really strong, um, uh, uh, you know, learning process so then you can lead at a higher level. Okay. So that's the first one is, is asking, is asking questions. And so, so if you, so if you haven't been through a, a you know, training program that helps you learn how to ask questions, uh, you know, we've got our uh, coaching skills for leaders program. Uh, and we have a lot of other um, you know, programs that have how to ask effective questions built inside them. So reach out, you can email me at Tom at lbleaders.com. If you want to, you know, we can, you know, we can help you, um, really improve your leadership through the power of asking effective questions. All right, number two, number two is to create a clear and compelling vision. Create a clear and compelling vision. Um, if, I, if I'm not clear with where I'm going, it's hard for me to create a map, you know, to get there, right? Or even read a map, you know, to get there. And, and so there's a saying, without vision, people perish. Now, they don't actually physically perish and die, but they definitely get confused. They're not really necessarily sure what the end result is going, you know, to, to be, right? So, so they'll be stuck, right? And so, again, you as the leader need to have a, a clear and compelling vision that you can communicate and show others where you want, right? Where, this is what it's going to look like when we get there. You know, think about your best vacation spot. If you've if you vacationed somewhere that you loved and it really impacted you, right? Or if you visited somewhere or you visit a school, you know, for example, that's like our 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 our, our regional principals uh, consortium. We take uh, principals to the highest performing schools here in North Carolina. We would love to take you. So, again, reach out. You know, get on our list and 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 come come and tour these schools. But we go to these schools with these amazing, amazing results, right? So, so that the leaders can see it. So just like you're like explaining a vacation spot or where you've gone or whatever, like you're communicating with clarity why it was so great. You need to be able to do that within your own organization, with your own projects that you're trying to achieve. If you can't, if you can't clearly communicate it, if you can't see it, right, you're, you're not ready. Like if you can't picture the end result at the highest level, and you can't, you can't communicate it, you're not ready to lead people to it. You can't do it, okay? So take the time and exercise that I have my leaders do, right? Just a little bit of a vision casting is you take a blank sheet of paper, right, a journal, and, and you just start writing. 
you know, take 30 minutes and just start writing out a day in the life of what my students will experience, a day in the life of what my teachers will experience, or in, in, in you know, your own life, <laughs> write your own out, you know, a lot of you maybe done, you know, completed vision boards for your New Year's. I mean, that's the same thing, right? You're, you're creating, you're creating the vision, right, that you can hopefully physically manifest, and you're going to physically manifest it by thinking about it every day, talking about it every day, taking action to actually physically get it in your life. So the first one is to ask questions. The second key is you gotta, you have to create a clear and uh, compelling vision. And you don't have to do it alone. Bring your team with you and say, hey, here's what I want the end result to be. Let's start kind of mapping out what this may look like here for us, okay? And if you're a school leader and you're not part of a network of uh, leaders, uh, where you can go and visit high-performing schools and ask high-performing leaders like how they how they did it. Reach out again, tell them at lbleaders.com and and email me with a subject line of uh, 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 vision, and I'll and I'll get you in one of these uh, groups so you can come and visit. Or if you're nowhere near North Carolina, go reach out to to you know schools in your state. Right, find out who the top ten schools are. And, and, you know, and I would reach out to the schools that have a similar education plan as you or, you know, uh, uh, demographics as you and ask, hey, can I spend a day with you? I would just like to walk around, right? Bring your team, walk around, and uh, because it's really going to expand your vision and your big picture thinking when you go and uh, see more, right? Um, you know, I believe that it's, it's hard to have vision if you get to open your eyes. So this is a great opportunity. All right, number three. You want to surround yourself with like-minded, talented people. Now, this seems really obvious, right? <laughs> but did you, know, did you know that your success will be determined by the people that you surround yourself with? I mean, have you really thought about that? Your success will be determined by the five people that you spend the most time with. I'm going to pause so you can think on that one, right? This was a huge mistake I made earlier, not, you know, not only in my uh, uh, principal career, but also um, you know, you know, as a business, I, you know, surrounded myself with like-minded, talented people. But the one thing that I didn't surround myself with individuals with different type of mindsets and skill sets, right? <laughs> and goals and drives, right? It's really, really important that if you really want to, you know, you want to build a team that completes each other, not a team that competes, not a bunch of people that can all kind of do the same thing, right? You need different individuals. And this is why I love our DISC personality profile. I mean, one of the you know, keys with our winning with people programs is that everybody in your organization takes a disc a profile and, you know, you know, we learn whether their, you know, their personality is more uh, direct, more of an influencer, more of like a, 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 a supportive person or that, you know, cautious, cautious, uh, competent. And then we do a team impact report and we start to make sure that every team, whether it's grade level teams, exceptional children's teams, you know, administrative teams that they have those, uh, you know, different styles because that team needs every single viewpoint, right? It needs different perspectives. It needs different levels of thought and experience to make sure that you get to the best result. So it's just so important that, that you have a really clear understanding of, of, of where you're going organizationally. So then you can make sure that you have Clear, you know, uh, clarity in well, what type of people do we need to recruit to get there? What types of skill sets will they need that I don't have, right? Because the biggest mistake I made as a leader is I was doing it all. I was supervising, evaluating, I was coaching, I was, you know, designing, I was, you know, strategizing, and, you know, I wasn't doing much of anything. We were good, but we weren't great. 
and I was the lid on our organization's success because I wasn't building the people around me. I wasn't taking the time every day to you know, develop them. I was just saying, hey, here's a book I read or here's an article I read. And it's not. So you have to be a developer of people. If you're going to lead a team, you have to know how to grow others, right? So that's why that, you know, coaching skills are so important. Uh, and then you also understand, need to understand your strengths. So our DISCEP personality profile will show you what your strengths are in uh, leadership. And I believe that 90% of your day needs to be spent in your strength zone, okay? In your strength zone. You're always outside your comfort zone, but 90% of your day in your strength zone. And then, so then you've got, you know, your strengths. So my, you know, strengths are directing and creativity and influencing and persistence, right? But my, you know, team is very good at details and, and uh, processing and relationship building, right? You know, you know, we've got all these members on our team now and they all have all these different strengths. So now I know, you know, depending upon the challenge, you know, using that team impact report, you know, really, really depending upon the challenge, uh, you know, that I have now, I know who on my team to be able to put in that role. So. I love our disc personality profile, our Maxwell leadership. It's you know based upon John Maxwell's leadership principles, um, and it's got great great aspects of it. it you know, talks about your, you know, um, you know how your personality impacts how you lead and other perceive you in your environment, but also when you get stressed out, you know how do you how do you act? It's got your you know what you're motivated by, your ideal working environment. It's got your communication do's, your your communication don'ts, and then your strengths and it helps you build out a personal action plan. So um, again, email me, tom at lbleaders.com, subject line disc, and I'll point you in the uh, direction to be able to get one of our disc profiles or bring your whole team through it. I guarantee, I guarantee it is going to give you uh, magnificent results and really help change the way that you, that you think about leadership. All right, number four, prioritizing your work. Right, prioritizing your work. You got to focus your time on the right tasks every single day. Right, so 80% of your results come from 20% of your work. And most of us, and I'm one of them, I really struggle with this. You know, uh, sometimes daily, we just like to get all the stuff done. Right, we like to be the technician. We like to make big lists. But if you've got a list of 10 things, there's only two things on that list that are really going to give you the greatest return, and are the most important to your organization when you do them. And odds are you're not going to do them today <laughs> because you're like, well, if I just knock out these four or five other things, it, it won't take me very long. I'll just knock these out and then I'll have so many things done and then I'll get to the important stuff. Wrong. Wrong. You're completely wrong. It's the Pareto principle. 80% of your results comes from 20% of your input, right? So not only that, um, when I was just talking about surrounding yourself with the right uh, people, 80% of your day also needs to be spent with your top 20% of your team. You see, one of the, another mistake I made as a leader is that I was like, you know, we've got all these really good teachers. If I could just get these ones here at the bottom, move them up, gosh, we're going to be so much better. And all the people at the top are like, uh, where's Tom? Just because you don't think that they need help doesn't mean that they don't want your help. Take yourself and identify your top 20% leaders top 20% capacity level leaders and grow them. Multiply your leadership into them. You're gonna get amazing results when you do these two things. When you learn how you should spend your time and who you should spend your time with. And so I love, you know, our um, school leadership made real uh, simple. It has a really extra easy exercise that we teach 
John Maxwell's uh, three R's. Um, what is required of me? What does the organization get the greatest return at it when I do it? And what rewards me, right? What fills my heart? And we take you through and really help you identify, right, those three aspects, combine that with your DISC score. These are my strengths. This is what my organization gets the greatest return when I do it. And then we help you align your daily schedule to just do those things. And we do the same things for your team. Oh my, it, it's, it's impactful to be able to spend every single day in your strength zone, in your strength zone, right? I can tell you right now that if there's something in your world that you're either procrastinating on, all right, or it's really, really taking a lot of your time or it's sucking the life out of you, it's probably because you're operating out of your strength zone. So release yourself from your weaknesses. Surround yourself with talented people, individuals who have strengths that you don't have. Empower them to do the work that takes you a long time to do. Right? Doesn't mean that they do the whole thing. Maybe they, you know they do seventy to like eighty percent of the work. But that's in their strengths, and then you can make it better through your strengths. Okay. So um, make sure I want to get everything here. So what is required of me? What is the greatest return? So I just I just love the three R. So prioritize your work. Focus your time on 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 what to do right? And who, who, right? So what and who should be the keys of every single day, right? So, so far we've talked about asking questions. We've talked about creating a clear vision and we've talked about surrounding ourselves with like-minded, talented people who complete you, right? Who have different strengths and uh, skill sets than you. And then we've talked about prioritization. Let's talk about number five. You got to work yourself out of a job right now. You got to start right now. So going back to when you prioritized, right? Every single day, at the end of the day, I look at the things that I did today and I said, what's something I did today that I don't want to do tomorrow, that I shouldn't do tomorrow, right? Every time I grab a task, I say, okay, does this have to be done? If the answer is yes, okay, all right. Does it have to be done by me? If the answer is no, then I hand it over. If the answer is, uh, right, and if I don't have you know, someone to hand it over to, I identify right? Who on, who on my team can learn how to do it? And I put myself on a timeline. So, okay, 30 days from now, I'm not going to do this activity because I'm going to teach Mike how to do it, or I'm going to teach Emily how to do it, or I'm going to teach Lauren how to do it. Okay, so take yourself through these uh, uh, questions. Again, it's in our priorities lesson of, of our School Leadership Made Real Simple program. I love it. It's does this have to be done, right? Make yourself a flowchart. Does this have to be done? Does it have to be done by me? Right? And if the answer is yes, right, does it have to be done you know, by me forever? If I can teach someone else how to do it, I'm going to do it, right? Who on my team can I teach and equip how to do that? And you take them through that multiplication process that you know, we teach how to, how to empower others. If it doesn't have to be done, or if you're not sure, stop doing it. And you'll find out in a couple of weeks whether you have to do it. Someone will send you a note and say, hey, this hasn't been done or this is wrong. I mean, as long as it's not going to catch the building on fire, just stop doing it. Save your time, okay? Save your time. So work yourself out of a job. Build a succession plan every single day, right? Because this is going to help you narrow the time that you spend because then, then you're just going to get to doing just the things the organization gets the greatest return when you do them, right? And really, again, 80% of your day needs to be, you know, developing people, teaching adults how to lead other adults, how to be better leaders. I mean, that's really what you need to be uh, spending your time with. Okay, so you're equipping your team, either mentoring them um, and, and, and coaching them to be the most effective leaders that uh, you know, we do. 
And think of it from this uh, perspective. If you're in education, like you understand the I do, we do, you do process. I mean, this is how you're going to multiply yourself. You say, hey, I do it, right? And you're going to watch me, right? I'm going to model it for you. And then we're going to do it uh, together. And then you're going to do it alone, <laughs> right? I'm going to coach you, okay? So I do it and you watch me. Step two is we do it as a team, right? Step three is you start, now you're in charge of it, I'm coaching you. And then eventually step four is gonna be, they're gonna go teach someone else how to do it, right? So you're gonna literally teach, you're gonna work yourself out of a job and start teaching your team how to work themselves out of a job, right? So you're literally building leadership capacity throughout your organization, multiplying yourself, right? Is this, is this helpful? If this is helpful to you and there's a way to drop a comment in there, you know, let you know, uh, me know that you're learning something in here, right? Or what's you know, resonating with you, make sure that you like or, or share wherever you might be listening, uh, whether you're on our, our podcast or our YouTube page. So, all right, let's get to number six. You're gonna set a clear result areas for each one of your individuals, right? So each one of the people on your team. So I've now surrounded myself with really talented people. I am building a succession plan and really teaching them all the things that, that I do so then I don't have to do them anymore and they'll be able to do them. And then you're going to help them do the same things because as, as, as you empower other people, they need to empower those under them, right? So you're literally building capacity all the way down. But you want them to have clarity in what they're responsible for, right? So as I set my clear vision and I've got my goals around my vision, you know, people need to know what their role is to the goal. They want to be on a winning team. They want to clearly understand how my daily work is going to impact the organization's success. So setting key result areas, right? Uh, so this is not, you know, one of the problems is that, you know, we build or we Google these big long job descriptions and we say, hey, here's your job. And then they're like, oh, this is a lot of stuff to do. And then they just really just end up working, right? They don't really look at the job description. They just do all the things that has to be done for the job. But if you can help them narrow it down and say, hey, these are the, the two or three key result areas that we need. So it could be um, if you're in charge of curriculum, okay? And so that the key result area is that every teacher is fully equipped with the resources to carry out the curriculum. They, they have been trained in the curriculum model and you know, in the instructional methods, right? Uh, they you know, fully understand um, how, to, how to collect formative assessment data, right? I mean, if, if you're in charge of the education plan, like what are the key results of the education plan? I mean, the, you know, the key result, kids are learning. <laughs> so what are those key things that they need to do every day? So when people are clear with their key results and they know exactly what they're responsible for, and then that's where they work their day. That's where they spend their day. So if I'm walking around and my, you know, instructional coach is, you know, supposed to be, you know, developing uh, teachers and making sure, you know, everybody has the curriculum, but I see them making copies, right? But I see them, you know, helping other things. I mean, that's great, you know, that they're helping out. But if my curriculum isn't where I need it and my teachers aren't where I need it, you know, I'm going to ask them, like, how come you're doing this? This isn't something you should be doing. I need you here, right? You need to be making sure that your people are spending the time, right, doing the right things with the right people, just like you should be too, just like you should be too. Now, I know sometimes things happen, right? But you, but you have to put... You know, you have to put a cap on how much time you're going to spend outside of your key result areas and a timeline. Remember, I said it's really important to have a timeline to uh, be able to do that. 
okay? So set those key result areas. We have a really great uh, process uh, for that. So reach out to me, send an email, put the subject line key result areas or KRAs, and I'll send you our uh, process. You email to tom at lvreaders.com. That's number six. Number seven, trust but verify, right? So as a leader, you cannot, right? You know, as a leader, you can't lead from uh, behind your desk. So if I have clearly created my vision and I've clearly communicated my vision and I'm leading the organization by walking around and I see things that don't align to my vision, I need to, I need to do something about it, right? I need to ask uh, questions. Hey, how come this is like this? Or tell me, you know, you know, well, here was my vision, but here's the current reality. Help, help uh, me understand, right? I love our, our uh, frame your feedback, you know, sessions that we teach, right? Here's the vision, but here's the current reality. Help me understand, B-R-U and O. Here's some opportunities to improve, right? And then L is leadership. How could I have led this better? But so you as a leader have to be trusting but verifying. You have to be leading by walking around, right? You know, based upon individuals' key result areas, like you're, you're, you're like, hey, look, I, with my facility manager, I expect a clean building. I expect things to be fixed. I don't want things laying around. I, you know, you're like in charge of certain contracts. Like I should walk in this building feeling clean, smelling clean every day. These are things I'm holding you responsible for on a daily basis. But if they start doing all these other tasks for all these other different people, they're not going to be able to do it, okay? Anytime you have a fire in your organization, it's because you have a broken system or a lack of systems. It's the, it's the leader's job to make sure there's systems in place, standard operating procedures in place, and help your team, you know, do that as well so they can streamline their time and things, things are getting done, right? This is that trust but verification process, all right? So uh, if people don't know, right, if they don't know the vision, they're not going to know what you want it to look like. And you can't hold people accountable if you haven't communicated expectations. Any, any expectation that communicated is just a thought. So you got to help them there. And, and, then, and then you help them course correct through the vision, reality, understanding, opportunity, leadership, frame your feedback process, okay? All right, so course, you know, correct and help them identify their teams. You just want to, you know, navigate, right? Navigating uh, to get there. That's number seven. Number eight, grow as a leader. So you never stop growing as a leader um, and your team should never stop. Just because you're in the position of leadership, never, like, like you can't stop growing. You will die. <laughs> you will literally die if you don't. So, um, so every day you, you, you know, should be reading, you should be listening, you should be asking questions, you should be finding ways to grow your capacity as as a leader every leader has a lid okay there's and there's all aspects of your life there's a lid there's a lid with your faith and your health and your wealth and your ability to lead teams and your ability to lead right so if, if a 10 is like the best vision right but if you're at a five right your team will never get above a four because you're literally tapping their potential success because you're the lid on their leadership so stop trying to improve your school and really start taking the time to improve you right, and improve your team. Because if you don't you know, do that, your school's not going to improve. So that's why I love our principal leadership uh, programs. We have our inner circle. We've got a school leadership made real simple. We have our principal leadership academies. We have lots of different digital programs, online and on demand programs that will help you, uh, you know, learn to lead. And there's also some live 
interactive uh, programs that happen every single week. So, so if you don't have a personal plan for growth, if you don't have a personal professional plan for growth, and you're kind of feeling that you're the lid on your leadership, email me. We've got some great uh, programs, no matter where you are in the world, that you can join and uh, participate in. And I will guarantee that you will grow as a leader. Number nine, every time you're with a team, right? Every time you're with a team, you need to communicate vision, where we're going, right? Mission, why we exist. Values, how we behave. The strategy, what, what will determine our success. Uh, results, what's our current reality, right? And you want to have them more excited about coming to work tomorrow than they are today, right? So every time I'm with my team, hey, we are, uh, our uh, mission is to be the, um, to wake up every day, right? To be the difference maker in the leadership development of individuals and organizations. This is why I wake up. That's my purpose. Everything I do is my purpose. My vision is that, you know, we, we want to be the most trusted and sought after leadership development company in the world. My, uh, you know, original vision was to be the Amazon for uh, uh, charter schools, right? So now I have this, you know, I have vendors that, and uh, contractors that can pretty much help any school with any, with any problem like that, right? Our values, how do we behave, right? Through trust and honor and respect, right? Through curiosity, through innovation. And these are our core values. What is our strategy, right? Our you know, creative, right? Creative strategic planning, right? And helping people execute by changing their mindset. Right? We've got some really great strategies and some programs and some frameworks that we use to help schools improve. Um, there is no problem that, uh, that we can't fix in the school, in my opinion. You know, always talking to your team about the results. What's our current uh, reality, you know, based upon our goal? You know, what's, what's, our, you know, what's our path? What's our strategy in order to get there? And, and so if you're, not, if you're not concerned about the intellectual property that your team has that walks out of your building every single day, if you're not worried about that leaving, especially during this great resignation times, <laughs> believe me, you will be in a constant rebuilding mode if you're not, right? So develop your people, empower them, keep them excited about where they work, keep on reorienting them, remind them about why they're here and why they chose to work here and make sure that they have a clear path for expansion and growth as a person and as a professional with them that you value. And then number 10, Think time, right? As a leader, every single day, you need to create think time in your day. Your success is going to be based upon your ability to think through challenges. Now, thoughts are things. Thoughts are things. You think good thoughts, good things will happen. You think bad thoughts, bad things will happen. Where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? So your focus needs to be on, on the thinking of the, of the positive, in order uh, you know, uh, to get there, right? So you gotta ask questions, you gotta be willing to learn and willing to grow. Um, if you've got organizational problems that you can't solve, remember um, the thinking that got you in this uh, challenge can't, can't be the thing that really gets you out. You need to up-level your thinking. So that might be joining a mastermind group, right? I love our principals mastermind group, our inner circle every single week. Our leaders come together virtually, right? And they bring their problems into the group. And now they got seven, eight, nine other principals helping them with solutions to solve their problems. I mean, it's an hour investment per week that saves them probably 10 to 15 hours of, 
of extra time and energy spent, right? You know, you, it's just the power of the group. It's the power of the mastermind. Okay. And you as an individual, right? Really thinking through, uh, what are, you know, you know, not, not just where is my organization now, but you need to be thinking ahead of, of, you know, where it is. And to do that, you have to build time in your day. Don't calendar more than half of your day. Half, you know, part of your day needs to be the calming of the mind, right? And really taking the time to think through. If you're a journaler, if you're a writer, then write it out and journal your thoughts and get, and get those great thoughts down on uh, paper, okay? Really, really important piece. So it's the level, it's the level of your thinking, right? It's the level of your consistent thinking. I mean, nothing, nothing can overcome the power of persistent, you know, thinking. And I believe that the difference in the successful people to the less successful people is their ability to persist and to think on a specific problem. So those are our 10, right? Let me roll through them real quick. You know, the first one was to ask, ask questions, right? That you have to be constantly in an asking question mode. Stop directing, stop telling people what to do. Just ask questions and get curious. Two was to create a clear and compelling vision, right? Create a clear and compelling vision. Three is to surround yourself with like-minded, talented people that complete you, right? They have strengths that you don't have. Um, number four is to prioritize your work, to make sure you're, you're working uh, on the right things and uh, spending time with the right people. Number five is to work yourself out of a job. This is every single day, empowering other people to do the work that you do, literally working yourself out of your role. Number six is to set clear result areas for each person on your team. Everybody needs to know their role to the goal so they feel it impactful and, and you know, valued on a daily basis. Number seven is to trust but verify. It's to, it's, to, it's, it, it's to lead by walking around. It's to ask questions, verify information, and really help people course correct to get back on track. Number eight is to never stop growing as a leader. Every, every single day you're going to take the time to grow as a leader, whether it's through you know, podcasts, it's through uh, reading books, um, it's to you know, you know, seminars, whatever it may be. But it's going to be a evaluative experience that's going to make the difference, right? So it's your reflection time that's going to really be the key to the overall uh, success. Uh, number nine, communicate. <laughs> Every time you're with your team, you're talking about vision, values, strategy, current, current uh, results, right? And leaving them wanting more and coming back uh, tomorrow uh, more inspired than they left the day before. And the last one, number 10, is to create think time in your day. So every single day. Make sure that you take a little bit of time to process, build white space in between the meetings so you can write things out and process information. Otherwise, you're going to fall flat on your face with uh, you know, decision fatigue and, and not a lot of high-level uh, thinking on your problems. I'm Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the owner of Leaders of Building Leaders, and I'm raising your awareness. Thanks, everybody. Have a blessed day. Hey, podcast listeners, there's one thing I know for sure. It's everything rises and falls with leadership. And one of the challenges right now is time. We don't have a lot of time to, to grow ourselves and grow our teams. That's why we created the leadership program, School Leadership Made Real Simple. In the School Leadership Made Real Simple program, it's online, on-demand learning lessons that are built for the everyday principal, teacher leader, school administrator, and they're going to take your team to the next level. So go right now. Go to schoolleadershipmaderealsimple.com and find out how you can start to build 
uh, groups of vision carriers and vision casters into every corridor of your school by developing the leaders around you. Go there now, schoolleadershipmaderealsimple.com. We've got great opportunities for you to get discounts on your team's leadership uh, development today. Thanks.